Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between them. Like missing bowls. Missing bowls. Missing bowls. Didn't know where they were. And you asked me where they were. Yes, because it seemed very odd. I thought we have like, I don't know, a dozen of these little white bowls and where could they be? And since I am like the royal of forgetfulness, I am. By the time I'm asking you, I know we're both in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So, you know, I, I tend to misplace things and, you know, I just set them down wherever I happen to be using them last and... I looked in those places. You did? Yes. They weren't there. It wasn't no. my fault this time. I, I thought maybe looking in the teenager's room, but he doesn't typically carry things out of the kitchen. No, he doesn't. He usually keeps his food in the kitchen because we've told him to, and he doesn't like the consequences when he doesn't do what he's told. No. He does like to stand. He does. Only if we're not coming in there. Then if he sees us coming in there, he goes and sits down. <laughs> Unless it looks like we're not going to notice that he's standing. I don't know why he insists on standing while he eats. It must be... What was that crap he gave us the other week about food tastes better that way? <laughs> I saw you roll your eyes. Because oh by then he, he was sitting at the table by then. Uh, food I'm tastes like, better when you're standing up. I just need you to sit down because the little kids have to be able to sit down. And so we have to, you know... Please just be a good example for them. That's probably how we get him to do nine-tenths of manners and etiquette type things that are just practical but not necessary is say just be a good example yes so we thought maybe he had the missing bowls like he was using them he probably wasn't eating out of them in his room but maybe he had taken them in there like to hold paint or some craft project or something i don't know that would be more likely than a food a food thing but they weren't in there either. No, they weren't. And we went looking everywhere. We looked in the garage. We looked under beds. I looked in the two little kids' rooms, and they weren't there either. And no, The bowls weren't there. Then we quit looking because back to school has totally kicked our butts. Well, yes, there's back to school, and there's, there's germs that come with back to school. Uh-huh. Kids came home with germs, and we're feeling a little off. Yep. Um, You had to go back to school as well the week before. Yes, I had to take kids back with me that week. It was rather interesting. Yeah, they they didn't think it was fair. They had to go back to school early. No, no. They didn't have to go every day. No, they didn't have to go with me every day. They went with our teacher friend on two of the four days that I had to be there. No, they went with the teacher friend one day and with me one day. Okay, yes. Yes, because I figured by Friday, everything you didn't get done, you probably needed to get done. Yes, I did. Or else. And getting them done with small people was just not an option. You got a small percent of things done on those days. Yes, and I think I even posted it on my Facebook that when I take kids to school, I will only get done approximately 25% of what I would have gotten done without kids. And that's okay, because 25% is better than 0% for not going at all. Right. And sometimes they break things when you turn your head. They did. Oh, my gosh. Number two, he busted a giant wooden bench. I'm like, this thing is so sturdy. It's lasted for decades. Not with him around. (laughs) 
He's their real, you know, those Samsonite commercials with the gorillas and stuff? They just need to send him man. <laughs> That's great. He could destroy it. He, he's, he's a very rambunctious young man. He's strong. That's all. He's he, just strong. He is. And he doesn't always use the item for its purpose. No. He'll use he's it. He's innovative. He, yes, there we go. Yes. Imaginative. Yes. Inventive. Mm-hmm. He does say whoops. He does say whoops. Whoopsie. He hasn't said that lately, but he does say whoops. Uh-huh. Like, whoop, that's, at least that wasn't what he meant to happen. So that's good to know. Yes. Yeah. As opposed to when he would say whoopsie, it was pretty clear that he kind of did mean it to happen, that but he's hoping that like, you wouldn't notice. You can just, yeah, he's just flipping you off <laughs> yeah. when he says that. Uh, but yeah. And back then to school. They went back with me and then they went back to their own schools. And, you know, number one was readjusting from having spent way too much time at... We didn't talk about that at all, huh? No, he spent... Yeah, number one and three went to their dads for a while, and I think we mentioned it in passing before, but they always have a rough time readjusting because dad's house has no structure. By rough time readjusting, what she means is she's going to end up crying by the Tuesday after they go back to school because he's going to be doing something completely asinine. Yeah. What was it that had me crying? I forget. You had several emails and... Um, ah, yes. messages of various sorts, where, however they get to you, mm-hmm. from his teachers, oh, all saying yes. that he, he wouldn't participate in class, and uh. please go over the syllabus with him, and he did this, and he wouldn't do that, and he wouldn't do that, and he wouldn't do that. Yeah, and not doing things is not conducive to passing classes. Yeah, so he went to school Monday, and, and by Tuesday you had all these messages, and you had a child who came home from his father's house that night, who had not done his homework at his father's, telling his father... That he didn't have any. Yes, I'm a high school student, but no, I do not have homework. I'm sorry, you are a high school student. You have homework every effing night. Yes, that's the way it works. The first grader has homework every effing night. How do you not have homework in high school? He has homework. He does. So, yeah, you are are not good, because you must have gave him like an hour and a half. I came in, I could hear you lecturing him. At the table. This is a process. <laughs> and and most kids lecturing does not work with. But it works with this one. Mm-hmm. Because you're trying to reach his reasoning center, which is hidden behind, behind a lot of other things in there. But unlike a lot of teenagers, because of the autism, he has a remaining reasoning center. Yes, he still has that logical thing going on. Like autistic people, they get a little too logical oftentimes. Yes. And so even when he is being a total asshat teenager, when most teenagers would have thrown logic out the window hours ago, he's still got some in there, and usually we can find a little bit of it. If you can find that and get past the the nonsense part. Yeah. And he knew he knows when you sit him down and start with the mom lecturing voice that he's he's just in he's gonna have to Figure out what it is you want in order to get away from you. <laughs> yeah, and at that point it was bring me your backpack, let's look at all your missing assignments, let's find them. And this was, yeah, you said it was an hour and a half, sounds about right. Yeah, because of... I, I came in late that night from work, 
you were doing the lecture and I could hear from the tone of voice. I thought, nope, I'm just going right to the shower. <laughs> I'm not I going you, in there. I heard you come in and I was questioning whether I should address you coming in and I heard you just go straight to the bedroom and I'm like, okay, I'm going to continue at what I'm doing. Yeah, because the I idea... want my husband. I don't want to be arguing with my son, but... But it's the first week of school. It is. And he's, you know, newly a high school student and he's got that adjustment thing to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is this is always my opinion and this seems to work with him as among other children. Make it as inconvenient as possible for them not to do what they're supposed to. Yes. He didn't do his homework, so now it will be so inconvenient. You wish you were in a shower in bed, but you are sitting at the table having a lecture from your mother, and you still have to go over syllabi and do your homework. Yes. And see, I don't lecture like a lot of parents lecture either. I don't just sit there and talk, 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 which, yes, I do a lot of talking. I will admit to that. And this morning we had the discussion again about wah-wah, wah-wah-wah-wah. We'll go back to that. <laughs> but, you know, you're you're explaining it to him. It's just that it's really tedious. It is. And I'd rather, like, have, I don't know, my eye teeth pulled than have to go through that. <laughs> so I just went to the shower. Yeah, pretty it's much. Like, it's sort of like when you're giving a lecture at a podium and, and there's these breaks in between for everybody to process. Yeah. You do that. I do, and I expect him to answer me when I ask a question. A lot of... That was the example. That was the mom lecture voice. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't, you know, ask rhetorical questions and keep talking like a lot of parents I've heard lecturing their kids. No, you ask them a question, and then then you, really, you get out the big tools and try to... P- pry the answer out of him. I do. <laughs> and he knows by now that really you're going to you're going to wait for the answer. I will. I will and I'll just sit there and stare at him for as long as it takes and I'll ask the question shrugging, again if needed. Shrugging shoulders is not an answer. It is not neither is rolling your eyes or making your face really tense in what I'm sure is an Aspergian attempt at a grimace. Right. But, no, those are not answers. Right. So, so anyhow, we got that ironed out. Yes, and we now did. he's actually doing his homework and he's sitting on painful. top of his painful. It was classes. a painful per- first week. Oh, my gosh, it was. And then number two is back in first grade. Yes. Number two is, well, we can't, that's the thing. He's not actually back in first grade. He was put back last year. Yes. He's he's trying first, first grade. grade again. Yes. We'll put it that way. He's he did, trying first grade again. He started trying it last year, and then they had to do the IEP and, and put him back. And really, he only went to the first grade class for socializing. Mm-hmm. That was part of his IEP and behavioral plan that was not part of any education of first grade. No, he was not getting anything out of it. And even your aunt, who sat here with us one night waiting for him to do his homework, because she and I were going to take him out for tacos when he was done... What should decided be you guys would starve. <laughs> Ten minutes worth of homework was taking him an hour and a half, he even with us pointing, hand holding. He couldn't write all his letters, let alone write words, and he couldn't sound things out. It was so hard for him. He's doing great. He is. He's oh doing my great. goodness, he's amazing. I just got his. I 
I looked on the computer on the online gradebook and I looked up his assessment scores from last year and this year. And even summer school made a huge difference because his end of year scores last year and beginning of scores this year, usually you see a drop. With number one, we saw a drop. Number three didn't have end of year scores last year. But number one child... She won't ever drop. <laughs> oh, she will. Summer does Only that, the, though. The first, well, maybe the first week she has been away from our house. Yes. So. But you generally expect about mm, 20-ish percent of a grade level drop over the summer and... Teachers generally have to Even spend, with the shorter summer. Even with the shorter summer, you expect 15 to 25% of a grade level competency drop over a long summer break. I have to admit, when I first, when, when all I was reading anymore was books about animals that came in three word sentences, my intellect dropped <laughs> a certain percent. I had to, I had yes, to start reading other things. New parent brain is, Jeez. oh my gosh, it kicks you. In the gray matter, it really does. Yeah, but no, his his scores actually improved over the summer. Right, and he's right. actually at like the beginning of first grade level competency on his testing, which is perfect because he's also at the beginning of first grade. Yes. Yeah, and and what Grandma said is, you know, Grandma says is what what is. That's it, man. <laughs> we love Grandma. Grandma said that she thought uh, boys should always start. A year behind girls. I hear that a lot, and it's... I hear that from the old school people a lot. I hear that from a lot of other educators also. Mm -hmm. Being a teacher, I hear it from a lot of people. And this year, I have a couple of kindergartners in my classes that I see once a week that really should have waited, but the parents have jobs, and they don't want to wait to put their kids in school. They don't want to keep paying for daycare. Mm -hmm. And these kids are going to repeat kindergarten. Yeah. You can see already that they just don't have a concept of what's going on in the world around them and how to fit themselves into it. Right. So, but number two is doing amazing now. Yes. He can he's, do his own homework. He can do his own homework and he's quite proud of it and he's happy about it. And that's a wonderful thing. Yes. And yeah. when we first started, when he went back to, you know, he wanted to go to second grade because he wanted to be the big brother. Yes. And he said it to me, and he said it to our teacher friend, and... He was disappointed, and I think he was kind of scared about how it was going to look. Mm -hmm. But now that he's doing it, he can see it's no big deal. It is no big deal, and he's actually feeling competent and actually, you know, getting some confidence about actually doing the schoolwork now that... Right. And the other advantage he has is the meds he has work. Hallelujah. Yeah. And, you know, when he needs an adjustment, we see at the end of the med cycle, we see something happening. But the, no matter what, the prime time of day for him is while he's at school. That's when the meds are at their prime. And, and it really helps him. He's happier. He's able to focus. He's not constantly jumping around trying to handle the amount of, you know, what his, his uh, occupational therapist used to say, uh, his engine was running too fast. Yes. The, the Ferrari with the bicycle brakes. Yes. Yeah. So he's really thriving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. And yeah. so is number three. Number three. But I think she would anywhere as long as she doesn't spend too much time with her dad. So um, 
Yeah, she's what, reading at a third grade level? She does read at a third grade level now, yes. And that was after the 25% drop. That was after the drop. Mm-hmm. So we're we're thinking she'll be our, our uh, gifted child who actually does her work, unlike number one, who's a gifted child who won't do his work. You know, I'm I'm kind of amazed. I went to parent night for number one the other night, and I was looking at his grades before I went. And for once, we can actually see what he knows and what he doesn't know because he's turning in all the work to get graded. And I can see that in math, he's actually earning a C. He's not just forgetting to turn in the work and getting a C. Right. Well, he's probably making a C effort. That's the other problem. We don't know what he knows or doesn't know. That's the effort he's willing to make because he wants the phone or he can't message his girlfriend. Yes. And she lives very, very far away. So the only other way to do it is a really sturdy messenger pigeon. Nope. No, that that ocean thing. I explained to him what airmail was the other day. <laughs> I think when we were heading over for the uh, the shoes, he he actually wanted, you know, another pair of shoes, which I think is also very interesting. He's not just I'm only having these red shoes, and that's it. He wanted another pair of red shoes. Uh, yeah, different kind. And you know what? It's kind of funny to me because. He wanted cons, and he's always had vans for the past four years. But before he got hooked on the vans, he always wanted cons. Mm -hmm. And so I find it interesting that he got hooked on the vans for a while. And, again, it was sort of that autistic thing of, this is what I like, so it must be the only thing that I ever like. Yes. But now he has two different pairs of shoes. Because we, we, we had this, like, we had some heavy rains and stuff like the first week of school, and he was wearing his new Vans, and we mentioned to him it would be good to have a second pair of shoes, but we thought it was kind of a futile uh, attempt at convincing yeah. him that other people do this. Yeah, we're lucky enough to live, you know, less than a mile from the school, but to get there by the less than a mile route, you're taking a trip through a field and up a hill. Yeah. And that in a rainstorm is less fun than the sidewalk in the rainstorm. Even the sidewalk was pretty massively wet. It was, oh but at my least goodness, it wasn't, but still. It wasn't quite as muddy, but there was, you know, it was the stuff was going everywhere. It was. But I was amazed. He wanted some other shoes, mm-hmm. and he's wearing pants that don't, like, he doesn't have to hold up while he's wearing them. <laughs> yes. Although we've, over the years, tried to convince him that the belt loops are for a belt, and people use that to hold up their pants. Yes. He holds them up himself. He, he does prefer to hold them up himself, although I've finally gotten him to actually... Although I think what happened is the pants that used to fall down on him are the same pants that he's been wearing, and so the gradual change as he has grown... But he's not wearing cargos with heavy side pockets. No, And that, that is makes true. a difference, too, because they're not pulling his pants down. Mm-hmm. And again, that was that hyper-specific yeah. preference thing that he used to only want cargo pockets and now he only wants a specific color of brownish indigo with the faded patches on the front of the thighs. Hey man, they're not falling down. I'm good with it. Totally. I was about ready to go to like, you know, the thrift store and buy him some 1960s pants because <laughs> they might make them small enough for him. You know? <laughs> yes. You know? <laughs> That's great. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. 
course, you know, finding them small enough and properly fitted, this kid has a 28-inch waist and a 32-inch inseam. And actually, I think the 32 hits the ground when he wears them around his hips. If he actually wore them around his waist, he would probably need a 34-inch inseam yeah. on a 28-inch waist. Yeah. And and the 28s still droop. I mean... The 29s droop. I haven't found 28s in a size that he wears, oh, okay. but yeah. Yeah, okay. In a color that he wears, but... Well, I'm glad he got over the, the side pockets. That, that helps his pants stay up. It does. And it this, does. This is, this is what we do. Yes, we hope this our is children our keep their pants up. Big queer agenda. <laughs> yeah, you know. Another is... reason we like that his girlfriend is far away. Yes, <laughs> hallelujah! Oh my goodness, yeah, <sighs> far away girlfriend is a happy thing for a teenage boy. Parents. Yes. For parents of a teenage boy. Well, an autistic boy, because it's just like he can stay engaged with her enough that he's pleased with the interaction, but it's not too much for him. Mm-hmm. And we never have to worry about grandchildren at this distance. No. No. Nope, nope, nope. So. But I, as I said, I explained to him what airmail was the other day. Oh, yes. Tell me about this and while just, you were on your I way to go said, get those new shoes. You know, when I, was, when I was his age, I would send letters to friends. And if I was sending them over the pond, uh-huh. I had to use airmail. Mm-hmm. And for airmail, you had a lighter weight stationery. And airmail stamp was more. And stuff like that. He was listening. He was he was interested mm-hmm. because he's got the whole long distance over the pond thing, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. He's so, he's interested in old school things. He is usually gaming consoles, but he's got that peripheral interest in the entire culture that was around the old school. Back when, when electronics. Was, yeah. Back when computers filled an entire room and. Yeah, he's got an interest in that. Yes, and speaking of which, one of his classes is by the end of the semester, they are supposed to tear apart and rebuild a computer. Ooh. He must be in heaven. I, I tried the... to show him the basics of it once, and he was just, it was a mom thing, so he wasn't interested. Mm-hmm. But they're doing it up at the high school, so he's totally into they it. Have, they have the computers there, and they're... Yeah, they actually them apart and put take them, them apart and rebuild them, yes. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's good, because 3D is good for him. It is. Yeah. So, that's that. And, you know, the kids are back on their regular schedule now that they're in school. They stay with us every other weekend with their opposite parents every other weekend. Mm-hmm. Number two feels left out when he doesn't get to have dinners when one and three do. Yes, his mom works uh, until pretty much his bedtime. Mm-hmm. So he can't go have dinner with her on those nights like they do. And you are stuck with the kids going to have dinner on the night, even though at the current stage of life we're in right now, it would be better if they didn't because it's disruptive. It is. Uh, we really need our high school to have a, a same schedule every night. Otherwise, we, we're going to continue to have the... Did you do your homework at your father's house? And you know what? I texted their father two or three visitation nights in a row. Please have number one child do his homework at your house. Three hours later, he's just getting to bed. And then the next visit, please have number three child do her homework when she is at your house. We will have to wake her up extra early tomorrow morning to get it done. Right. 
and the next visit, please have number one child. And number three child. <laughs> and so it's finally happening. Thank goodness. Oh, good. Good, yes. good, good. Yeah. Well, and she wants to do her homework. She does. She wants to achieve. She wants to do well. She gets really frustrated if she can't do it, and she certainly doesn't want to go without it. And dogs are trying to break in. No, she doesn't want to go without having her homework well, because... Even number two doesn't. No, because they have these little reward systems. In number two's class, he earns little fuzzballs, little pom-poms. It's cash, man. Yeah, it, it's their in-class currency. And number three has... They get little charm bracelets that they get to put little loops onto. See, this is another reason he feels he's got one up on her, even though he's still in first grade. He's got fuzzballs. Okay. <laughs> Versus a charm bracelet. Oh, yeah. Okay. Obviously, that's better. And she would disagree completely. She doesn't care what he thinks. No, it's she fine. doesn't. Yeah. Yep. So. Well, she doesn't care what he thinks about that. Yeah. Other things she does have her opinion about. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, now I'm back with little kids, too. You are? Uh, I keep praying, hoping, wishing, keeping my eyes open and my ears to the ground for a high school gig, but... You know, it could be like my, my co-worker. I told her she wasn't going to get any uh, mobility as far as moving to any other department or what's it called when you get a better position there? Promotion? That thing, yeah. <laughs> she wasn't going to get a promotion or anything because she did her job too well. And... Um, that could be your problem, too. Yeah, I do my job really freaking well, but only because I work my tail off to do it well. kind of getting tired of working my tail off to engage with it's not the, a room full of ankle biters. It's the ankle biters. It's not that you wouldn't work your tail off no matter what. That's I would kind work of your my, style. Well, see, I have to work harder to engage with the ankle biters. I, I engage just fine with fourth, fifth, Anybody sixth graders. Anybody has to. <laughs> but you put me in a room with 27, 4, and 5-year-olds, and it makes it really hard to want to come home to my 6- and 7-year-old. Although they, they are growing up a bit. They are. They, they are. are. Yeah. So we so, still have lots of nonsense. You know. Nonsense. That's a very nice word for it, dear. Thank you. <laughs> so... You know, we had, um, oh, they're in gymnastics now, too. Yes. Which we had planned on doing before. They had gone to the summer camps and the school break camps, spring break and Christmas break camps at the gymnastics place. Right. We had the timing issue. We did have the timing issue with being able to get them into a class that we could get them after school from. Right. Because my school gets out only shortly before theirs does, and I can't get across town to pick right. them up. So my aunt is on duty. Yes, we finally got that worked out so that your aunt does pick them up and take them over there. And Yes, and she, she knows how to get there. Yes. Which is great. And the other reason that we didn't get them in right away last year when we were thinking about it was because they kept having spates of accidents. They were having accidents. You can't be at gymnastics having accidents. And then we had a lot of struggle with trying to figure out where number two child needed to be to suit him academically. Yes. And um, there was no gymnastic there opportunity. There was no gymnastic opportunity. It didn't happen until we got them back into school this year. And 
What do you know? I found a Groupon for it. So yay! <laughs> I <Groupon>. know. <laughs> I was so excited for the place that we were looking at, and I was so happy about that. Yeah, and they really like it. They and do. They love, love, love it, and they love getting to see your aunt. Yes. And having her over for dinner afterwards. They haven't convinced her to bring candy yet, but they're sure they'll be able to. What did you call her when you were a kid? When I was a kid, Aunt Candy. Aunt Candy. Yeah. She was the candy lady. Yeah. So, she she hasn't been, though. No. She's not, like, ready to sugar them up. She's seen what they look like on sugar. Um, I told her it was okay if they had a cookie or something, but yeah, she's not running out to buy any cookies. Nope. She wants to see uh, them behave or something. Well, if she's the only one in charge of taking care of them, yes, she wants to see them behave. <laughs> There's two of them. They outnumber her. Yes, they do. Oh, hell, they outnumber both of us sometimes. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> so last week, Aunt came over for dinner. Yes. And, you know, after taking the kids to their gymnastics class, and then I come home from work, and I make dinner, and then you get home from work, and she gets home with the kids, and we all sit down to dinner, and then usually just about the time dinner is finishing up, it's time to feed the dogs. Mm -hmm. The picky eater. Doggy B. Yes. She, they gave me samples at the dog food place, and they gave me, like, two packets each of three different samples and they said the way to do it is mark them a b and c and put them in bowls a b and c and and then put a few kibbles in there each time like three or four times in a row and see which one she goes to first and if she goes and eats all of them right away then she likes them all and she you know and after after doing this a few times it'll be pretty clear if she has a favorite so i had done that with the first group of them and i found her one dog food Mm -hmm. but she's very picky and and she's spoiled. Yes, and and I want her to have nutrition. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, she will steal everything in the kitchen. Yes. So uh, if she's if she's satiated, she won't steal everything. Good. And I tried it. Started with the second one, but you know, then I was dealing with my health and kids starting school, and I wasn't going to make you do it. <laughs> so I had enough on my plate going it's hard back enough, to school. Yeah, hard enough to say feed the dogs, let alone feed them in three different bowls with these three different foods and make sure you match the A, B, and C. And No, I'm not doing that to my wife. So No, so and it's I was there. getting confused for a while anyway because you had been switching up which food you gave them when, when do they get wet food, when do they get dry food, how much in the morning, how much at night. Well, I was trying to make Doggy see not hungry at night by feeding him less in the morning and more at night. Because this was our dog who had taken up Doggy A's vacated position of squeaking all night or keeping oh, us with, awake. with vigor. Yes. yes. So he need, I wanted to see if he would, you know, if he was better off if he was full at night. And the other one doesn't always like to eat. And then I don't want him eating her food because then she's hungry and she'll steal everything in the kitchen and he'll be a fat ass. So there you go. Yeah. And we, I've never had fat dogs. No. Nope. He, he's never even been as fat as he is. He's he's, he's heavier only, now than he's ever been in his whole life. And right now, he just looks like a regular dog. He always was really, really skinny, no matter how much you fed him. Mm-hmm. But his metabolism has slowed down. He sleeps like, I don't know, probably 22 hours a day or something. Yeah, he's old. And um, so I didn't want him eating her food and causing this other problem. So yeah, I made it complicated, and I tried to leave that problem to myself and not to you. 
And Thank there, you. Then I went on the counter and then... And what did you find? I found the bowls. <laughs> the bowls, they were right there on the counter behind all the other crap. They had been there for two weeks now? Yes. You saw the bowls. And I said, look. Look what I found. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> I hid them from myself in plain sight. It's the best place to hide things. Apparently. So. Yep. We have bowls. We have bowls. We have kids back to school. Woo. We have gymnastics. And I hope that's all we have for now. I would knock on wood, but the microphone is on top of it. and Yeah. That would deafen our friends. Yeah. So I think that's it. I think that might be it for now. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! Fondle the computer. <laughs> it goes dark, and I'm supposed to poke at it. <laughs> you like poking things in the dark, usually. <laughs> oh well. Um, the light is fine too. So I don't mind that either. Anyway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs>